discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Give the Lord a shout if you are in a church. All right. So I'm giving you an opportunity to share, to ask questions. On Sunday, I'm going to continue and I'm going to major. You see, today I major on the first part. Sunday, I'm going to major on the second part, especially for a lady and also for a, but for a, a guy as well, but especially for a lady. What to do when you are ready? What to do when you are ready? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, we have a question here. Good evening. Good evening. Um, it's been a very insightful session, I must confess. Wow. Um, but permit me to take you back a bit. Okay. Um, you spoke on adaptability, and something struck me. Uh, so I believe we have different... Permit me to read. I wrote the question down. You know, I believe we have different personalities, which makes us have a limit to what we can bear. Now, the question is, how do we... In the period of preparation, draw the dichotomy between adaptability, adjusting, and drawing boundaries. Beautiful. It's a powerful question. Hallelujah. We all have different personalities, no doubt. It's very, that is what makes the world an exciting place to live. Yes, uh, we have different personalities. If the world was made up, of, made up of one color, it wouldn't have been a beautiful world. If the world had only one personality, it wouldn't have been a beautiful world. We all have different personalities, but we have one calling. That's a, we have just a single, a single calling as Christians to look like somebody. So different personalities, but we must look like one person. So in looking like one person, you must adapt to look like that one person. And that one person is the best human being who ever existed. And that personality, or that person is Jesus Christ. So in Romans chapter 8, verse 29, look at Romans 8, 29. We can read from verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to, to his purpose. Then it says, for whom, whom he did foreknow, all those he did for know, he also did predestinate. So every Christian has a predestination. There's a place, there's something, you have a destiny that has been prearranged already. And that predestination is to be conformed to somebody. That's the son, the image of the son, that is Jesus Christ. That he might be the first one among many brethren. So, yes, Peter had his own personality. Peter had, uh, his name was Simon. As his name, so was he. Simon means shaking by a reed that is shaken by the wind. An unstable person. So Peter could, um, in one breath, commend you, and in another breath, criticize you. 
in one breath, he said that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. In another breath, he was rebuking Jesus Christ and telling him that he's, he shouldn't die. And Jesus said, you are, you are Satan. Do you see? In, a, in one breath, he said to Jesus, I'll follow you even unto the, de- the death. In another breath, he was betraying and denying Jesus. I know, I swear my father, my father's knee. I've never seen this man in my life before. Allah. <laughs> that was Peter. That was his personality. But in Christ, he changed his name. Jesus changed his name from being from Simon to Peter, which means rock, a stable one. One who is stable, one who can be relied on. One who is a rock upon which something can be built. And that's, and that's the essence of the gospel. The gospel changes you to become the best of your personality in Christ. There's no personality that the temperament, that actually temperament must not have a disadvantage. All the disadvantages that, that every personality has, every temperament has, is not supposed to be like that. In Christ, he changes your negative temperament, your, the negative aspect of, of your temperament to become a positive uh, uh, aspect of another temperament. So that you can be properly balanced as a person and be a nice, wonderful human being. That is the aim of Christ in your life. You see? And that, that causes you to adjust, to become uh, like Christ. Strong and firm like Christ, but full of love and gentle like Christ. So the, your personality becomes fine. Jesus' personality was like fine flour. In the Old Testament, uh, the flour that was used for the sacrifices. Is, it typifies Christ's life or Christ's personality, which is fine. There's no roughness in his personality. He, was, he had a fine personality. When it was time for him to be hard or strong, he was hard and strong for the right reasons and produced the right results from being hard and strong. When it was time for him to be loving and gentle and caring, he was loving and gentle and caring without a fault. And that's what God wants for you. I hope I've answered your question. Beautiful. Thank you. Yes, we have another question over there. So, the lady, the lady first and then you. Thank you very much. Thank you, my dear. This is actually my first time. Wow, you're welcome. Yes, please. Let's give her a round of applause. (laughs) And to be honest, I think you get, you have, you have a new member in your church. Wow. (laughs) You're blessed. You're welcome. Thank you. <clears throat> so, my question pertains to our tribes in Ghana. Okay. Um, we are from different tribes. I'm an Ewe. We know we have this kind Nye of bro. personality. Nice with that, you. We nice are on your bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have this kind of personality that I can't women like, okay, I can't men like money. Ghana women like fighting. Ewe's are hard. Please. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's true. So much so that some parents, or I've had a case where, sorry, let me prolong. My grandmother didn't want my father to marry my mother because she wasn't an away. So it brought some kind of argument in the family. Yeah. Those kind of things. Yeah. What is your take on these kind of things? What would you advise somebody who is getting ready to marry somebody who is not from her tribe or his tribe who has a kind of perception, what would you advise the person to do? Should the person follow their mother's 
way of thinking that don't marry this person, this person is an account, I don't like accounts, accounts are like this. Or you think the person should go for the person as long as the person is godly, as long as the person is God-fearing, as long as the person has the qualities the person himself or herself is looking for. What's your take on it? Hallelujah. Acts chapter 17, from verse 24. Acts 17, 24. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. Next verse. Neither is worshipped with men's hands, as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things. This is what I want you to see. Verse 26. And has made of, of one blood. Has made of what? One blood. All nations of men, for to dwell on the face of the earth. And has determined the times therefore appointed and the bounds of their habitation. So we are all one blood. In Colossians chapter 3, it says, In Christ there's neither. Colossians 3:11. Look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 11. Let's read from verse 10 so that it makes more sense. Colossians 3 from verse 10. And has have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him. That, let's, let's read 9. So I, it, can be, it can make more sense, okay? Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. As a Christian, you have put off the old man with his deeds. And has put on a new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. You must be renewed in knowledge so that you can really follow what Christ God wants for you. Then, where the, in this new knowledge in Christ, there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond, nor free, but Christ is all and in all. So if you are born again, you are not, you are not an Ewe. You are not an Akan. Galatians 3.28 says a similar thing. Let's look at it. You are not an Akan. You are not a Fanti. You are, not, you are none of those. We are from one country, and that country is called New Jerusalem, the Zion. That's, that's where we come from. We are one body and one spirit. There are so many places in the Bible, that, the Bible where the Bible mentions some of these things. Just to let you know that um, we are not bound by tribe and family and creed and all those things. No, we are one in Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither born nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. You are all what? One. Even male and female. There is neither male nor female. In other words, he's not expecting you to have maleness, like my wife was saying, to behave womanish and maleish. In Christ, you must, you must have Christ. You must walk in Christ and walk according to his word and live according. That's all. You see, so some of our, our family members have not known what we are sharing. But his father is Eve, his mother is Fanti. That combination is, is a lot. They are, they are there. Fanti's, his, his father is Fanti, his mother is Eve. They are existing. Everything is fine. <laughs> Hallelujah. So there's nothing wrong with it. Just that because of uh, the kind of families we've come from uh, who have believed wrongly, it, they may be in church, but then they believed wrongly. 
And so they may fight you. But what you do is that you pray about these things. Pray about them. That is why prayer is one of the major things you must do when you're in preparation and when you're ready. You pray so that all these things can be smoothing out for you. Because it can become a major problem. Someone close to me had a, a problem like that. They've been married for 25 years now. That, that couple has been married for 25 years now. We have beautiful children. No, 27 years. They have beautiful children. Two of them are doctors. One of them is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is working with UN or something. They produce wonderful children, wonderful family. But initially, the gentleman's mother did not want the marriage to come on because of tribal, uh, whatever. One was from Krobo. Uh, the lady was from Krobo. The gentleman was from Enzima. And the Enzima people didn't want the Krobo person. And it was a problem. But the two of them were Christians. So they prayed about it. And they didn't bring the subject up for some time. After about a year, the gentleman's mother called him and said, ah, where's the lady you brought the last time? When are you people marrying? The same woman who was fighting them all of a sudden turned around and said, when are you marrying? And then three months later, they were married. Their prayers worked. So these challenges exist, even though they are not supposed to be challenges. They are not supposed to be a, it's not supposed to be a problem. In Christ, there's neither born nor free. There's neither male nor female. There's neither Greek or Jew. We are all one in Christ. And so tribe, tribe should not... I don't relate with anybody on tribal level. I don't have that. Evers are what The best people in this world are Evers. It's the truth. They are one of the best people in the whole world. Just as accounts are one of the best people in the whole world. And Gans are also one of the best people in the whole world. And, and Nordness are one of the best, best people in the whole world. Nigerians are one of the best, best people in the whole world. Cameroonians are one of the best, best people in the whole world. They are all wo- Everybody is wonderful. In Christ, your tribe changes. John chapter 1, verse 11. He came unto his own, but his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right or the power to become the sons of God. Then he says, children who are not born of what? Children who are not born of blood. Next verse, that's the next verse. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So we are all born of God. We are not born of our father's will, or of our tribal, our tribal will, or our country will. Makes no difference. You can marry anybody from anywhere in the world. And it's been proven by even by unbelievers. How much more believers? You see, we are all from Mount Zion. We belong to one country. We are all citizens of heaven. In heaven, there are no tribal, tribal lines. There's no, there's no place in heaven for Evers. Evers only. Akans only. Ashantis only. The earlier we learn to live with each other, the better. Even Jew and Gentile has been broken down. The highest of enemies has been broken down. How much more Ewen, Fanti, and oh, Charlie. It's in the mind. It's all in the mind. Romans 12, 2. Message version. Romans 12, 2. Hallelujah. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Have you seen it? Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down, 
to its level of immaturity. That's what it does. It's immature. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. For instance, you have Nigerians around you and you're speaking cheap. What do you want them to think? It's not right to do that. Yes, it means that you're allowing your culture and your language to form your, your perception and your, or whatever in your, in your life. You see? Yeah. You should speak in some, a language everybody understands so that we can be happy together. If you make a joke in Chi, you translate it to English and we laugh even further. It's as simple as that. Hallelujah. Please, you understand? Beautiful. Have I answered you? Any other question? Two more questions and then we are done. Yeah, you have the microphone already. Yeah, yeah darling. This question, Ben, uh, embarrassed me some period of time now. So I want to ask this question today. Like, yeah. You were dating. So he's girl. from Sierra Leone. He's from Sierra Leone. I mean. No, no Liberia. Li- sorry, Liberia. Yeah. I forgot. You were dating a girl and you was in involved in fornication with this girl. Yeah. And now you are born again, you realize that what you guys were doing is not good in the eyes of God. I missed you. You said you are born again and then? Like, you were, like, you, you have... You were dating this girl, you fornicated with her, now you are born again. Now you are born again, Christian, uh-huh. and you realize that what you both were doing, it was not good was, in, the, yeah. in the eyes of God. Yeah. And you decide to tell this person that, oh, what we were doing is not good. So, in this case, should you leave the person or should we stay with the person? What you were doing was wrong. Yeah. Yes. Like, so, the premise was wrong. There, there are a lot of people here who entered this church as a couple having sex before they came in. We broke their relationship. Yeah, because it's wrong. Some, some were broken. We allowed them to grow in the Lord. They went up, apart from each other, grew in the Lord, became correct, and came back together and are married now. Others were broken. They went apart from each other. They realized that they were very foolish. They were not compatible at all. They were foolish. They were very wicked to each other and went away and married different people. They are now brothers and sisters in the church. Yes. Do you get it? What is wrong is wrong. You can't embellish it in any way. A decorated monkey is what? Still a monkey. Still a monkey. Yes. Last question, and then we are done. It's late. Yeah. We have a question over there in the corner. Have you enjoyed yourself? Was it worth your time? Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. Thank God. Yes. Thank you, Daddy. Yes, so... The question I have is... Um, the ladies who want the deep voice. This is... This is a, a very... <laughs> this is a, a spec. I mean, you can... You know, one of the reasons why we are having the singles conference is so that you know who is single in the church too. Get a... Network yourself. Become a friend to somebody. We took you for camp. And we had proposed to me bridge and all of that. You walked on the bridge so many times, you didn't see the bridge. You didn't see the bridge. You were just walking and going and coming like, why? What's wrong with you? It's not supposed to be like that. Yes. You can take someone's contact. Oh, how are you? What, what is your name? And then a friendship can start. That is how it is. I was in the same church with my, with my wife when, we got, when, when I, I noticed her. Yes. We were praying. I was, this is CCF, Campus Christian Family, KNUST chapter. 
Yeah, so when Republic Hall praying on a Wednesday, on a Thursday evening, was a Thursday service. As we're praying, lifted holy hands. And I opened my eyes and I saw this lady. I said, her. Were you created or you were manufactured? Which one? And the, the, the Lord told me, get close to her. If you like her, she's your wife. That's what God told me. This is 2006. 2006. God told me, get close to her. If you like her, she's your wife. If I wasn't close to God, I wouldn't have heard those words from me. So your closeness to God must be there. Yes, God told me, get close to her. And look at the condition. Get close to her. If you like her, she's your wife. If you like her. So God was determined, was allowing my decision to be based on how, what her character would be. If I like what I see, if I like what I experience with her, she can be my wife. And when I went, I like, I like Pa. I like Pa. Charlie, this one I like. Yeah. After relating with her for about a year, I told her, listen, sister, it's not because that you are a very wonderful person, so I'm just moving around and going and coming. Actually, I, I am interested. I really like you. Really, really like you. So I know you are not ready. But uh, I like. I'm interested. So if you see me around, yeah, I'm on a mission. I'm not a brother. Don't put me in the brother zone. I'm really interested. Then she told me, oh, I'm not ready for now. I'm not ready. So I can't say anything. So let's just be friends. I, I think I was expecting another answer, so it really it pained me small. But I was not moved. I didn't insult. I didn't. I stayed around. I said, hey, "Yeah, we are. We are here. Whenever you are, we are here." She she cooked some yam on that day. She she was we're all students, and she was going to cook yam for herself. She cooked the yam and gave me some, and then I ate as I was crying inside. I was eating the yam, smiling outside. I mean, yeah. This was uh, I think 2008 or so. Yeah. Then two years later, so I related. Still a friend moving around, calling. How are you doing? Can I come around? And she never said, my friend, go away. She was accommodating me. Come. Oh, you can come. Why not? Oh, I'm too busy. Can you come this other time? Oh, yes. Why not? Like that. So we're relating here and there. 2010, I went again. But this time around, I just knew I was supposed to propose to her, propose marriage to her. Because we are related for a long time. When I went to her room, she was at medical school at that time. Uh, she was doing her clinicals at Confanochi at that time. When I went to her room, the tension was so much for me, I, didn't, I couldn't say anything. So we spoke normally. My heart was beating a lot. You know the heartbeat that makes you get headache? As the heart is beating, your, your uh, like, uh, a lot of blood is going to your head. It's making you, it's making you feel dizzy. So I said, oh, Okay, so I'll see you. Have a good night. God bless you. I give her a hug. Bye-bye. And then I walked away. As I was going, I got to, I got to uh, uh, Central, Kejitia, Central, that place. As I was going, the Holy Spirit told me, hey, I didn't know you were feeling like that too. Today is the day. Today is the day. Go back. Go back and go and propose. So I went back. Hey! I tell you, with confidence, I tell you. Yeah, I went back. And I knocked on the door. Boom, 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 boom. And she opened. When she opened, I said, please, I want to talk to you. Come out. I want to talk to you. Hey! I took her outside and sat down with her and told her, I want to marry you. I 
want to spend the rest of my life with you. I love you very much. Yeah, I said so many wonderful, wonderful things. Proposed very powerfully. And she said, give me some time. I'll give you a reply. Hey. After about three days, she called me. And said, the answer to your proposal is yes. You see, she's, she, listen, listen, this is what she told me. She told me, give me some time. I have to talk to my father and the Lord. And I'll get back to you. Hey. So she went to talk to the father and the Lord. She spoke. Everything. Three days later, she called me. I was driving with some friends. And then she called me. When I saw the call, my phone almost left my hand. Hey. <laughs> and I picked the call. And he said, the answer to your question is yes. I said, oh, God bless you. <laughs> How do you respond? I said, God bless you. Wow. I don't know what to say. Please give me, I'll call you back. And I called the car, I started shouting in the car. You know, all my friends knew that I was in love with this girl. And they all knew that, like everybody knew where my heart was. So when I started shouting in the car, they said, hey, hey what is it, what is it? I said, Yvonne has called and said yes. Hey. It was not easy. I remember one day a friend of mine, one of my friends, um, that, you know, we were on the same school and all of that. So we're working together. We're working for the Leeds Bank at that time. And we had closed from work around four. And I was, I'd called her and she said, oh, I should come around six o'clock. And I'd close at four in town. I didn't want to go home at Boko Estates and come back. And my friend who was driving could not also drive around with me for two hours. So he said, so what are we going to do? I said, oh, you just leave me in town. I'll just walk in town for some time. <laughs> I said, I'll just walk in town for some time. So he left me somewhere. And then he whipped at me and said, hey, Charlie, oh, bro, you're really suffering, oh. I said, uh, how how go do I? So I walked in town, doing sh- window shopping, just moving around, and then I'll enter here and then just like that for two hours. When it was five fifty-five, I started walking towards Kofanochi. Hey, when love sends you, you will go. You'll be surprised. So you never know. As we are here, as we are laughing, and you laugh, <laughs> you see somebody, you see that the person is laughing the way your heart wants a laughter. The Lord can be good to you. Everybody here is single. Hey, not everybody. Some are single. These people are not. This one is single. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. So, um, I would like to know how some issues should be addressed. For instance, maybe how some issues to the world, it makes you seem like you are weak. So, some issues to the world. Um, maybe like some issues you forgive somebody on. The world might think like you're a weak person. Why did you forgive the person? Maybe you should have acted another way. Yes. So maybe as a married person or as a married man, if, for instance, maybe you're with your wife and then she is um, offended or she's abused, how do you treat your wife has been abused yes and then maybe she comes to tell you what kind of abuse physically physically yes yes issues like that how do you um, address it as a married man 
Find out if your wife was in the wrong. Do you understand? If she was in the wrong, maybe you need to go and apologize to the other person. If she was in the wrong, you need to go and apologize to the other person and advise your wife. Or else, you see, if you go and fight and you die, <laughs> you go and meet someone who's bigger and taller than you. I mean, just stand up. I mean, my wife comes to complain that this man has slapped him. And I'm supposed to go and, I'm supposed to go and defend her. And when I go, I'll just, hello, how are you? It's good to see you. Thank you for beating my wife. It's okay, well, let's go back. Do you understand? Uh-huh. Of course, nobody is supposed to stretch their hands on a woman. Of course. Yes. So, um, there's, there's police. Police is there. We have police. <laughs> we'll make it a police case. And then it will be dealt with properly. You shouldn't engage in fighting. As for fighting, I don't know why you would want to fight. I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know why. You, if, if, if you are strong or whatever, beat, you beat my wife, so I'm coming to beat you. No, no. If you touch my wife, we are going to the police. The respond, your, your wife shouldn't expect you to go and fight. Don't have expectations of me fight. What kind of expectation is that? Hey. Is that, I'm not, is, that, is that my purpose in your life? No. When they beat me, what am I going to do? No, we don't do that. Sorry? You hit the person, the person dies. My wife will not go to jail. I'm going to jail. She'll remarry. Yeah. So, I mean... Make it a police case and let them deal with the person. Don't, you don't fight. You get it? Uh-huh. But find out from your wife, I mean, what happened? Did you do something that was not right? What happened? So that you know, if you have to even go and uh, you have to probably correct your wife, my friend, you shouldn't have done it like that. And apologize to the other person, you go and do it. So that it can be peace. Any wife who can have someone slap him, slap her, can be, it, can be, uh, it can be something. Why would they pay? If my wife is walking around, nothing has happened, you just come and come and slap her. Hey, that's what that one there. I'll rise up and do some things. Yes, you have to rise up and do some things. You get it? That is why police is there. Police. <laughs> it's like you people, you are not impressed about my police, my police option. I mean, police is there. What do we do? Ah, what you do? You want me to go and fight? Over what? I should move my, my shirt. I can't beat my younger brother. I should go and beat this other person. No, 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 no. Organized boys. No, no, no. Police is there. You see, and if you are smart, police knows how to deal with people. If the one who reports the case first has always has an upper hand. If you realize somebody is doing something, report the case first. Be the first person to report. The one who reports first always has an upper hand. Always. That's Ghana police. I don't know if it's like that everywhere, but that's how it is. Yeah. Someone took me to a police station in Liverpool because of something that happened. The last, time, the last but one time I was in Liverpool. That one took me to the police station. Yeah. And the person was talking plenty. The police people looked at the person and looked at me, looked at the person and looked at me. I also explained my own. They realized that this guy is not going to let this case go. So they called me aside and put me through another channel, put me in a car, and told me to go. And left the other person. So that was, that was how the case ended. They just said, come. Okay. I said, you see, this guy, he's not going. I said, have you noticed? I said, he's not. 
let's come, come, let's pass it. My wife was with me, so we just went through another door. And then we, they got another, a car, we just sat in the car. With Baba. And the guy was still in the police station <laughs> trying to put the case up. I don't know how it all ended, but I mean, before, after one week, I was back in Ghana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, police know, they know when. So do, do the right thing. Don't go and fight. I mean, it's not right to fight. You shouldn't be found fighting. It's not, it's not Christian. Hallelujah. The law is there. Let the Lord deal with them. You have a question. You have a scripture for us. There's a microphone by you. Or, see, plenty of microphones are by you. So, I've answered you. She has a scripture for you. Yeah. Conscience toward good God. For what glory, your spectacles are on you. For what glory is it if when you be buffeted for your faults, you shall take it patiently? But if when you do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. Yeah, so maybe you, are, you, are, you have suffered, you are in the right, but you've suffered for it. I mean, Charlie, what's a dirty slap, but how you go do one? We employ the police to give the person some slaps too. Maybe as they are stabbed, the police is slapping them, I'll let you come and come and slap him one so that. Yeah, someone, I mean, someone did something to, to this church some time ago. You get it. I didn't say, I don't, I will not, I will arrest you. Hello? I will arrest you. I will cause you arrest right now. I've arrested a number of people. Legally. Oh, yeah. And some of them were beaten. Most of them were beaten, actually. Women and men, they were all beaten. Yes. The police gave them a, a spunk for me to be satisfied. When I realized that it was, you remember one of them, when he came out of the cell, the way he was looking, it was like he was going to die. Me and I said, Charlie, you have to, let's see if you can go out for some time. After some time, he was still messing up. I made them arrest him again. You get it? Mm-hmm. So, police is very, I mean, if you, if, if you are in the, 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 if you have a good case, they know how to deal with it. I remember one, a lady, they just lashed her like the, I said, hey, I was surprised at the way they hit her. I said, hey, you said, oh, pastor, you can go out. This one is not pastoral. It's, it's, it's police. So step out so that we can do our work. I said, they said, oh, this is not pastoral. Step out so that we can do our work. Because she needs to tell the truth. Because she was not telling the truth. She was lying. When they gave her one, two, three, the tr- all the truth came out. Pa, 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 pa. I tell you, all the truth came out. Yes. Hallelujah. Have you enjoyed yourself? Thank you so much for coming. God bless you. Yeah. I hope this small information will help you in your quest as you find a wife or you find a husband. In Jesus' name. Let's rise up on our feet and make the service to an end. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. 
Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T Podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.